Hello and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. Today, we have Netflix's 102nd film. It's the 2018 black comedy, The Package. It's directed by Jake Szymanski. It stars Daniel Dominey, Geraldine Vizwananthan, Sadie Calvano, Luke Spencer-Roberts and Eduardo Franco. I am Jesse and MJ is here with me. How are you doing? I am here with you. Yes, I'm, I'm very well. I'm very well. How are you? Good, 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 good. Um, yeah, a, a film that I think uh, I, I can't see where we're going to go with this one, the, the package. It, it could be an interesting chat, I'd say. You, you said last week when you announced what movie we were doing, you, you kind of spoke about you knowing. You're like, oh, I remember this movie when it came out and I remember, yeah. you know, the advertising for it. Did you know anything else apart from that? Because I didn't know anything about this movie. Um, yeah, I will. I will. If you want to um, watch this film and you don't know anything about it, hit pause, come back. We're going to spoil it from <laughs> right off. Um, for me to answer that, so yes, uh, cool. The I knew the gist of the film. It, I I knew that it had to do with a guy having his genitals cut off. I knew that, so that was the gist of the film. I guess. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I, I I didn't know, and you know what? I actually watched the trailer for it after I watched the film, just pottering around the internet looking at some some research on it and I watched the trailer the trailer doesn't actually meant well one of the trailers I'm assuming it's the first one doesn't actually mention that he cuts his penis off um and I think that's kind of clever because if you if you can do enough to get people in it's a nice little surprise because I, yeah I didn't know he cut his penis <laughs> but we'll, get, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get to all that good well um we, we may have already done our fast flicks but do you have anything different to say to, to quickly summarize um this film yeah, well, formally, my fast flicks is uh, about this film. So when their friend accidentally cuts his dick off whilst camping, a group of teenagers have a race against time to get it back to the hospital before it's too late to reattach it. That's kind of the premise of it. <laughs> Imagine pitching this. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've uh, similarly gone that it's about a camping trip that turns to disaster when a phallus is cut off. Nice. Uh, nice. Good, good. good news. I think I'm going to use the word dickhead penis a lot more than I normally do in most podcasts. Yeah, I thought about trying to count how many times or how many different jokes or references there were throughout, but uh, I think that just got too much. Too much. It's a common thread of the film. Like They literally like have it in their hands for the majority of the film. All right, well, uh, what have you been able to work out about how this one was made? What's some uh, info you've got for us? I got, I got a little bit. It's not too exciting, but... Um... It was announced in January 2017 that Netflix had won a bidding war. Like, it was a genuine bidding war. So, Netflix beat out five other companies to land the project. At that point, it was known as the eggplant emoji. Um, and it was based on a spec by Kevin Burrows and Matt Mitre. Uh, they are actually creators of the digital animated series Gentlemen Lobsters, which I'm not familiar with, but good luck to them. I'm assuming it's probably a similar brand of humor, <laughs> judging by the title. Uh, so, Ben Stiller via Red Hour Films, which is his production company. Um, and the guys from Workaholics basically were on board to produce this film. Um, in July 2017, so that's only basically six months after Netflix won the bidding war, uh, Jake Szymanski was announced as the director and the main cast basically came on board a month later. Uh, by the time they'd, they'd shot the film, the trailer came out and that's when they renamed it as The Package. So... That's the main, that's just the main how it got here kind of premise. So some big names on board producing probably really helped things a lot. Um, and the concept, you know, if you, if you can get a concept like this right, then it's appealing, especially for a platform like Netflix. 
Yes, very nicely put. Um, yeah, I, it's <laughs> straight up. The first thing I've got here is, you know, the, the tagline for this film was friendship is just the tip. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and it's, um, it sort of goes from there. So, uh, I mean, yeah, that good, good little um, summary. They, they filmed it, like I think you mentioned, August, October 2017, hit Netflix the 10th of August 2018. Um, I've got a couple of translations for this one, which I thought I, I might bring back because um, I'm All not right. sure how, how the package translates into, into different languages. True. It's, it's obviously a known, known uh, terminology of, of your junk kind of thing. So it wouldn't yeah. actually translate perfectly overseas. So the, the, the closest translation for, that I could see to the English translation is in Finnish. It's called the precious package. <laughs> Not sure what, um, what the Russians translate it to, but in, in Russian, it's called accessories. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm, I'm right with that. And um, in, in Vietnamese, they obviously just uh, don't want any reference whatsoever to any kind of uh, genitalia because it's called rescue service. it's still all right though it's still pretty good so i thought that was uh, that was a bit of fun um this was filmed in canada or in and around Mm. vancouver and in uh british columbia it was nominated for a few awards which i did did see this uh, this is where i probably spent the most of my time sort of looking into things because these are some interesting uh nominations yeah which i'm sure you've gone into detail (laughs) as well so maybe we'll take it in turns i'll go with the first one so the first one that was uh at the Leo uh, British Columbia TV and Film Awards in 2019, Gary Jones was nominated for Best Supporting Performance by a Male in a Television Film. Now, Gary Jones, as you may have realised, wasn't in the list of uh, people that we went through at the start. So he was the doctor. He literally had two lines. <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> and you know what? He was fine. I, I just have to assume that there weren't that many Canadians in this film and he is Canadian and that's why they wanted to give him the nom. That's all I could figure out. What, what is, have you got the other ones that you want to share? Well, this one's worse. <laughs> so the Joey Awards Vancouver, which is celebrating young Canadian performers, best actor in a TV movie or featured role, uh, Christian Convery was nominated. Didn't win it, but he was nominated. I don't know if he actually has a line in the film. though. <laughs> covers his eyes and, and he freaks out. <laughs> He's a little brother um, who's in like the opening scene and the and the closing scene watching TV when when porn comes on the TV. I don't recall him speaking. He probably did, but what what an outrageous nomination! Well, I'm guessing that they're they're rewarding him for probably not actually having seen what was on the TV because that'd be inappropriate. So maybe it's good acting <laughs> for being surprised at something he didn't know what it was. Oh, it's a slim. I'm glad he didn't win the award, but uh, it's obviously slim pickings in that field. There, there was a winner from this film for an award. <laughs> Yeah. This one so, feels um, a bit better, at least. Yeah, Daniel um, Downey won the Young Entertainer Award at the Young Entertainer Awards for the Best Leading Young Actor. So, um, well done to him. At least he was, you know, prominent in the film. Correct. He was in most of the scenes. So, that was, um, that was good. Do you know who the main star of the film should have been? Was the actual penis. Because <laughs> from all reports, the penis was in hair and makeup. It was on the call sheet. And if you, if you hear what the other cast have to say, they basically said it was the hero of the whole film. Like they, they would get in hair and makeup after the penis got in hair and makeup. And uh, it was always <laughs> the known quantity odd set. So hilarious. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to continue this. This is getting... <laughs> Who would have thought... We what I like about that? this is regardless of whether you like it or don't like it, and I must admit, when I watched the 
opening credits and I saw the workaholic boys come up, I thought, oh, this is going to be this is going to be a tough one for Jesse. Whether you like this or don't like this, this is going to be a very fun conversation. Okay, good. Well, uh, I guess we can talk about some consensus on what other people thought before we talk about what we think. So what have you got for us? Yeah, so it's, it's a five and a half out of 10 on IMDb of 13,000 ratings. Uh, pretty somewhat respectable for a comedy that's obviously very jarring. I think they'd probably take five and a half. Uh, it's 2.3 out of 5 on Letterboxd, nearly 9,000 ratings for that one. So a bit more tempered on Letterboxd, but you know what? Like, this is a very easy half-star movie, right? This is very easy to just go, this movie sucked, bang, half-star. So I think you take those numbers. They're not great, but you take them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I uh, yeah, you've, you've made that case um, quite well. Google users, 84% um, like this film. And over on Rotten Tomatoes, we had... 42% from the critics on 19 reviews. So that's rotten. And the audience that's had a huge it, result yeah. from the critics though. <laughs> yeah. The, the audience only had it a little bit higher and I was at 50% and I was nearly 400. So um, yes, we'll lead into it. MJ, what are your thoughts on this one? Did you have a percentage match? Actually, I had a percentage oh, match. No, I didn't. What did you have? I had 71, which, um, which is fine. It's not something that you would be drawn to, but I had a 71% match from Netflix saying that they think that I probably will like this film. Um, it's good, good segue again, which I didn't even mean to do, but I, <laughs> I told you I knew nothing about it. Um, I was really wondering what this movie was about um, until he cut his dick off. And then I was kind of like, ah, oh, well that explains like the fact that there's been no plot up to this point. And then I was kind of like, this is something very, very different. And, uh, I'm okay with it and let's, you know, I'm going to jump on the train and see how we go. So once I was on board with that concept and therefore understood the level of ridiculousness that they were going to go to, I really enjoyed it. I, I laughed a lot. Sometimes I was like squirming and laughing so much. <laughs> Every time they do something with that, that penis, it was, oh, it, it gives you a visceral response. But I was actually super okay with everything with, that was in this film. I think it actually worked and I had, I had, a, I had a good time watching it. Okay, good. Um, yeah, I, 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 was, I had some laughs along the way. Um, but yeah, un, unfortunately for me, this is a lot like a lot of the, the Netflix original comedies that we've done. Um, there was just too much that didn't land for me. So there were things that did, a lot that didn't. Um, and a dick joke does not make a movie for me. Um, that's, where we're going. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point because this is this is a you know eighty minute dick joke or ninety minute dick joke. I don't know how long? <laughs> it really is. It's like it is. <laughs> for me, it didn't it didn't wear off. Like every time I saw the every time I saw the dick, I was gone. But I can understand that being like okay, we've we've we've, we've, we've done, done this. this. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying. Okay, let's let's do the characters. There's um there's five characters I think that we need to talk about cool. in varying context and. Uh, yeah, I want you to start off because I don't really have an awful lot about any of them really to that needs to be discussed, I guess. Yeah, it's it's a good point. So we'll, we'll start with Sean. Sean was played by Daniel Dehaney. Um, and the whole Alex Strangelove thing I found really tough to shake. Obviously, he was the star of Alex Strangelove, which we covered on the podcast. Very, very different movie than this. Um, but I didn't I didn't really like him in Alex Strangelove. Um, I didn't really like his performance in Alex Strangelove. So that was carried over to this unfairly of course um so initially it was tough to shake but i kind of got over it eventually and i think as a character sean 
he did the whole kind of like wiener, awkward, but a little bit handsome thing kind of well. Um, it's not the sort of character that you're going to remember, but it, it, it worked enough. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it, they just, tr- it, they tried to set him up as the nerd, I guess. Um, they, they tried to stick with these stereotypes, I guess, for, the, for these characters. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, this whole story is only back for the week. And it was just, I didn't like how obvious they made it straight up that he's into Becky. Didn't like the the way that he dealt with her ex. Um, oh, yeah. It just, just, yeah, just, it was never going to go well. It was too cliche, it's too obvious. A lot, a lot of this film well. was, <laughs> a lot of this film was, uh, of the, the text, I don't know, I, but I just thought a lot of the, the obvious things in this sort of frustrated me a bit. But Outside I, I of that, the, yeah, um, Outside of the jarringness of what was happening, there wasn't a lot to the story and the characters. Yeah, that's no, for sure. Not at all. Yeah, good. Uh, well, yeah, I had I put Donnie in next because he's Sean's best mate. Um, used to date Sarah, and that's how he gets Sarah along, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't really get to know much about him, really. As, yeah, I, the- I, I found him really funny. That's that's probably, mm-hmm. I found him funny from the start. But then he kind of annoyed me that he was he was a pretty shit friend um, from time to time. He did the wrong thing from time to time because that annoyed me because I was sort of on board with him. I liked the fact that he didn't want to disrupt the boys' trip. I liked the fact that he was hanging shit on Sean for not making a move on Becky. That kind of stuff worked with me. But then he was he did some really questionable things which I didn't like. And also, it never made a hell of a lot of sense with him and Sarah like I don't know how, what she's interested in with him yeah. <laughs> it never I never added up so that that was hard to hard to swallow too yeah the and there are a lot of times that whenever Sean was getting close to anything happening with Becky it just there's just the constant of him always interrupting was just annoyed me um although yeah I agree he did have a few good lines and a few good parts throughout which are probably going to be in our scenes um when we get yeah those. all right what do you who have you got next I've got Becky next. Um, I have to say that Geraldine Viswanathan is really, really good. Um, I think she's just really good in a in these roles because I don't know if you've seen Blockers, but she's not a dissimilar character in Blockers. And I just look forward to seeing more of her because she stood out to me as someone in this film that was just playing in a completely different level as everyone else. Um, yep. But from a character perspective. I think obviously the performance helps bring Becky to life a little bit. I, I kind of like the history with, with her and Sean. It's super believable, super relatable that that incident that they had where one of them kind of made a move. The other one was keen to make a move, but regardless of the yeah, circumstances of him having a boner at the time, it was, you, you sort of have that moment with someone where you both know you're interested in each other and things go wrong. And then like years pass before you even mention it again. And that, that part of the story really worked for me. And uh, I think she helped bring that to life really nicely. Yeah, um, yeah, and it was just just a lot of um, coincidences to help the story run with her for me. Like Jeremy's twin sister, recently single, so it's like perfect for Sean. That was all. Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I just yeah, I, str- yeah. I, I struggled with all these characters because there wasn't much more to them that like I, I like a film that gives you a bit more of a character that gives you a bit more to to cheer for them or like I I didn't really care. And this is probably a bit of a segue into Jeremy, but I didn't really care if they got his actual dick back to him like it was more about i would have rather seen more of them having disagreements over the text message that sean sent to the ex-boyfriend and things like that like i just would have preferred to see those sort of moments between the characters rather than and i get it's a comedy that's stupid and you're in there for the gags and the stupid things but i just would have liked that a bit a little bit more of that i guess 
Um, I was in there for the dick, man. I needed them to get that dick back. <laughs> that was that was priority number one. Uh, I was all on board. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Jeremy, I guess was us talk about him quickly. This he was the stoner stereotype, I guess. And this online girlfriend that he had, um, Kendall Jenner's with an S, <laughs> and everyone telling him that he's being catfished. This just gave me massive Napoleon Dynamite vibes. Um, there was, there was no no chance anywhere that she was not going to be attractive. Like yeah, I real. thought that you, too. You should, yeah, yeah, that was and, obvious. Uh, yeah. yeah, and and him as a character, he was just so focused on getting booze and using that knife, and those two together obviously aren't going to work well. Together. <laughs> so that's Jeremy. I'll be honest with Jeremy. Jeremy was actually a bit much for me early on, um, just a bit too over the top, and and never. I just didn't think he was that funny. Um, but when they basically took him out of the main story, it made a lot more sense um, and it worked a lot better. It, it's kind of okay to have this larger than life guy who was genuine idiot being the guy who cuts his penis off that they have to retrieve. So that kind of worked. If he was in the movie with them on the journey the whole time, he would have driven me crazy. But I think it kind of worked. They took, took him out of it. Yeah, it's a bit full on. Um, and then the only other character really is Sarah, I guess. And all you need to know about her is that she's Donnie's ex and Becky's friend. <laughs> I, I actually liked that she I think she had a slightly more prominent role than you would expect because she was clearly that add-on character like you said like she's yeah. Becky's friend so it wasn't weird that girls were on a trip and it was just Becky and she was Donnie's love interest that's why she was there but I think she was still her own character I, I kind of like the way that she hung shit on Donnie I like how she pegged that beer in his face I like that they made an effort to resolve their relationship at the end because as someone watching it, I, I thought their relationship mattered as much as anyone else's. I was interested in that as much as I was interested in um, Sean and Becky's. So I kind of like that they didn't just throw her in as someone that was there. And then she kind of had a bit of a life to herself as well. But apart from that, there wasn't a heap to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a fair, fair point. Yeah. Good job. All right. Uh, I think that, I don't think there's no other characters you want to talk about. No, good. No, not right. even the ones that got nominated for awards. <laughs> Good. Well, the director, um, Jake Szymanski, the 45 credits, mainly shorts and a lot of stuff on Funny or, um, Funny or Die. I thought I, I didn't realise this because I had seen this film, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. I didn't realise that, mm. um, yeah, that he directed that as well. So and an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine as well along the way. Yeah. So he's obviously got some comedy roots, as you said, with mm. Funny or Die. He did that. I guess you call it a TV movie. I don't know what they still call them nowadays with streaming stuff, but that um, Seven Days in Hell with Andy Samberg and, and Kit Harrington in that tennis match where they basically, it's a mockumentary type thing. Um, okay. I have to assume that maybe he's got a link with the um, the workaholics guys because Mike and Dave and their wedding dates is obviously Adam Devine that are in this mm. as well. So, um, okay. but yeah, obviously just a big comedy guy. Good. All right, well, time for us to talk about some scenes. Some um, things that we enjoyed in this one. So, MJ, what, what are some things that you liked in this one? Some things that made you laugh? Yeah, I, th there were some things that I, I genuinely really, really laughed at. But um, in terms of scenes, like the, <laughs> the big scene for me is when he cut his dick off, right? Um, as I said, I didn't, I didn't know that that was going to happen. And when he did it, I'm like, well, this isn't one of those like little tidbit things that's a part of the movie. Like, this is, this is, a, this is the movie. And that's when that... When that, <laughs> when that Get home with me i was pretty excited so that's the big scene that's probably the one that you really take out of the film um and then cover covering on from that is uh, when they obviously got the torches and they're actually searching for the dick i think there was a line <laughs> that just like everything looks like a dick at night <laughs> and, then, and then they see the insect crawl on it and then she pukes all over the dick. 
I was like, this is this is going to be my kind of movie. I was really <laughs> on it. I thought that was very, very funny. Um, the next scene I've got is a real cliche because the idea of him sucking venom out of that penis was just too obviously set up and it bothered me. I wasn't that interest, interested in it. But when they came storming into that room and he, <laughs> and he was there holding it like a sausage, I... It got me. I, I, I was ready for it not to get me. I was getting annoyed at it and it still got me. So full marks to the uh, the, the visual comedy of that scene. So that was good. Um, I I enjoyed the whole DTR references. Dick to rim. Dick to rim versus <laughs> define the relationship. He's like, you know, she really, she really wanted to DTR. I didn't know what that meant anyway. And when he said dick to rim, I was like, ah, oh, okay, that's kind of funny. But then he just played it off as define the relationship being the exact opposite of what I thought it was going to be. I kind of liked that. And I also liked that they just kept bringing that DTR stuff back. So, um, Another scene that wasn't that amazing, but there was one really good line in it was when they uh, stole the boat off that little kid and the kid was basically like, yeah, I'll give you the keys. What are you going to give me? And they're like, we're not going to show you our boobs. And he's like, no, 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 I, you know, you guys need a kiss. All that stuff happened. It wasn't that funny, but I love it when Donnie was talking about the kid. He's like, I kind of love him though. <laughs> talking about I, the little kid. Cause such a I, Donnie I thought, kind of kid. I thought, I, I really thought that was funny. I, as soon as they walk up to the kid and the first, you know, he says, you're the bitch who fucked up my drone. Like I, I was like, whoa, was not expecting that. <laughs> and then like, I, I did laugh as well when they asked for the keys and, you know, like you said, with the boobs and he's like, nah, what do you think? He would say, bitch, please. I'm 11, not five. I've sent thousands of keys. <laughs> I want to see you sizzle. I was, I was like, oh, I, was sizzle, that's right. That's right. I, was, I was just like, uh, a kid saying that was like, oh man. Yeah, I enjoyed that scene too. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, I've I've mentioned this before. I basically laughed every time I saw the dick. I'll be honest. I just it never got old for me, and that that proves the age old question is: Can you make a movie in the dick joke? For some people, you can, and I'm one of those people, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, the only other scene that I do have is um, the, the oops, I did it again montage. Basically, when they're running into the surgery to to deliver them the dick. I was actually on the edge of my seat during that scene. I think this goes back to me being invested in getting Jeremy his dick back. I, um, yeah, I was like, you got to get back. You gotta, and they're sort of throwing it up in the air and getting beaten down. And they got it. Obviously, they got it there. I, I scene got me. Okay, good. I'm glad. I'm glad. Uh, off to you, Jesse. Okay, all right. Um, I've, I've, I do have a couple <laughs> of things that I like. Like, I'm glad that uh, <laughs> you got a few giggles out of that because... Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, the start to me, the when Donnie rocks up to pick Sean off and he's just out the front controlling the TV, with the, the porn on the, <laughs> the TV, life, yeah. that made me laugh. I thought that was very, very funny. Um, <laughs> even when they started the hike and, um, you know, Jeremy's taking these shirtless photos for his girlfriend and he's like, you know, Kendall's really going to like these sort of things. And Donnie's response is just like, yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> just these little, little, little one-liners that um, were quite good for me. Um at the, the campfire when um, they're trying to get the attention of the helicopter and, and Donnie throws that can onto the fire and it blows up. And then when the paramedics sort of do, he's like, you know, who's the, who's, who's my idea was that? And Donnie's like looking so proud and he, he's feeling so pumped up. And then the paramedic guy's like, you know, you're a fucking idiot. We saw that on the first approach. Uh, good laugh. The way he said, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> so well delivered. It was. That was, that was a good line. That guy should have got nominated for something. Um, <laughs> he probably should have. 
And the the other part that I enjoyed was at the they get that the penis to the doctor, and you know he comes out and he's like the surgery went really well. And it's like you know there's no venom and the boys celebrate. Yeah, you know we got the we got the venom out successfully, and, and the doctor's like no, there, there never was any venom, <laughs> and he's like and you know they're like ignoring him he's like you know i don't know shit right i'm just a doctor like i just thought that was really funny so so that doctor did did deserve it there you go yeah well done mate you did well <laughs> all right what, what are some things that you you didn't like uh as that i had issues with jeremy at the start and i didn't like it when he made the whole you know she's my twin sister we share a connection so when she's having sex it's like i'm having sex i was like there's not a world where that's a funny line. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I agree. I, the the constant weird jokes from him about Sean hooking up with his sister, like going yeah. raw and down to be an uncle. Um, yeah, I agree. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, right. um, I didn't like it. And you, you mentioned before about how things were just convenient for the plot. But when Donnie basically runs with the Esky, once they realise they've, oh shit, we gave the wrong Esky and we've still got the dick ourselves. And he runs with it. He just gets, he's like, hey, and he's running up and he trips over and the dick falls out. It's basically, obviously, just to make things more difficult so they could lose the ice. I think they could have thought of a more creative way for that to happen. Maybe, like, there was, like, a puncture in the esky or something. I don't know. That was just stupid. Yep. Um, here I am calling a movie about this stupid bit. Anyway. <laughs> um, and the scene where, when they got that guy who worked at the general store, the ex-Marine guy, to clean the dick, I didn't, yep. my, I didn't have an issue with that scene. I thought it was fine, but... I just didn't like it when he lost his shit about it. I think, again, it just didn't really need it. It didn't really work. Maybe it would have worked on the page, but it didn't really work. Um, yeah. It didn't really work for me at all. Yeah, I, I wasn't a fan of that whole segment. Like, I'm never going to go to one at, like, Subway or something and use one of those reef, dress, soft drink refillers the same way again. Like, that's just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, That was still kind of... all the, As I said, all the stuff with the dick I just found funny, but him losing his shit. Where it was, oh, he's not what you mean. He's not a Marine. Well, like, come on. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. All right. Um, well, yeah, I'm, I didn't like the between Sean and, and Becky, they kept going back to when he sort of let her down or whatever um, at this rent after party because this show that they were in. Um, it just really annoyed me that, you know, he didn't want to smoke weed and he got a boner and they just kept bringing it up and I, I just didn't, it didn't land with me at all. So it just frustrated me because they kept bringing it up. Um, yeah, right. I know you like this, but the, the references to Britney Spears is oops I did it again like from the campfire <laughs> where they're singing it and then obviously when they get to that at the end of the hospital yeah I love I love me some Britney like I love yeah Britney. you do I was thinking of you when I was when it was happening I was like maybe Jesse will like this new fun yeah, version of it I, I wanted wanted to be into it but I just couldn't be into it um mm. yeah hashtag save Britney um <laughs> and then the, the um <laughs> you'd like this as well but that that Rangers lookout station where you know, they're, they're saying, who's going to suck the venom out of this dick? And just about how they're, they're talking about how Becky should do it because she had it in her mouth in the room. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty obvious it should be Becky, right? Like... <laughs> so we have that. And then we actually see Sean do it, which I was like, yeah, it didn't land. But then we have to see Donnie get his mouth stuck in it in the toilet at the end as well. I was like, it's just like... Uh... Didn't didn't need that much. Of, um, no, nah, that was friends. an important theme with the film, Jesse. Doing, yeah. you know, being there for your friends no matter what, even if you got to put your, their dick in your mouth in the middle of the toilet before it flushes. That's that's we're, friendship. We're nearly into the themes. You've got the one there already. Um, and then yeah, the, <laughs> getting to that hospital and just handing that dick over. 
it was so obvious that they weren't at the right hospital and that just really annoyed me oh yeah i was, that like, was, oh, awesome. I was, I was like i was like it's gonna something else is gonna happen um yeah that's me done all right well i should have just segued before but what are some things uh, in this movie saying yeah look not a heap but there is the whole notion of being there for your friends and like literally no matter what and and i guess on the flip side from jeremy's perspective having faith that your friends will deliver for you again like no matter what so um it goes both ways the, the, the uh, give and take from your friends and like that 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 theme works definitely works throughout the film and it, it sort of brings it all together nicely um apart from that the only thing i could really think of is you know the sort of subplot of the story being the whole honesty in relationships um yeah it's basically with sean and becky the whole thing that blew them up in the first place was that ran after party or you know, all Sean had to do is be honest that he had a boner and he didn't want to embarrass himself and it would have been fine. And then, then obviously the whole DTR stuff with Donnie and Sarah is literally yeah. defining the relationship. What is that honesty that they want with each other? So that, there's a little bit of that as well, but you know, it's the whole friendship thing that works because yeah. the subplots were, yeah, give or take. Yeah. Haven't, you haven't left much uh, for me. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. Like the, I think there's probably that idea too of like truthfulness that goes in with this forgiveness of, of, being friends and stuff too, where, you know, not lying to each other's faces. And, and I didn't mind that, that the characters in general were respectful, even though that this was a very crass, um, you know, pretty dirty movie. They, they were still kind to each other. There weren't any stages where they, you know, purposely were negative or derogatory to each other. So I, I kind of liked that idea too, that they didn't need to, do that to, to make a film like that. So yeah. All right. Well, what did you take away from this one? I, <sighs> Basically, if the concept is absurd, which it is, um, yeah. and the audience, sorry, not the audience, and the, the director and the cast and the whole crew is really going to lean into that absurd notion, then you've basically got my attention. So I think the concept created a really interesting storyline story for me because I knew it was going to be funny. Uh, and of course, I just wanted to see how that was going to play out. It's, so if you get that concept right, and you just like, you know what, fuck it, this is the movie we're going to make and we are going to make this movie the way that people would want this to be made. It can really work. Yeah, okay. Yeah. To be honest, I, I, stopped, I stopped this movie halfway through to tell my wife the concept because I was so like, like, what a concept. Uh, and then she told me she already seen it and she said that it sucks, but she was wrong, so. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I, I don't know, maybe, like I knew, I knew the the story and I'm not sure if it's I think possibly one of the people we've had on the show before Simo I think um from memory he told me about this film um so I knew that a dick got cut off and <laughs> it was 28 28 minutes into the movie when that happened and I was, was like really I'm like okay this film's resolved I was like okay well what's gonna happen now they, they took him on the helicopter I was like so the rest of the film's gonna be about these guys just having a camping trip and I didn't actually see that they give them the wrong esky. Like I didn't predict that at all. So that, that sort of got me a little bit to be like, okay, cool. Let's see what happens now. Um, but at the same time, I, was like, I can't believe there's not an hour to go. Um, and I hadn't seen this film in a while, but it reminded me, I don't remind me of this film called Tomcats. I don't know if you've seen Tomcats. It was a sort of when we were teenagers. It, it was is it Jerry O'Connell? It is Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. Um, there's yeah, a scene I know where there's like a, there's a runaway testicle um, and it just reminded me of them trying to catch this, get this testicle, just bounced, bounced, bounced everywhere. So um, yeah, I don't know why that's random, but that's what it reminded me of. <laughs> I must admit, I was similar to you when they, when the helicopter came and stopped for them, I was like, ah, oh, okay. That's, that's, that's case closed. Um, because the whole time I was thinking, oh shit, how are they going to do all this? 
with a guy who's literally like bleeding to death. Like he's just going to be a burden and it's going to be a pain. So I, I kind of am glad they took that away and then made the film. But I was definitely thinking the same sort of thing. Like, okay, you've got a movie that didn't really have a plot. You gave me a plot when he cut his dick off, but then seven minutes later, you've resolved that. So I think, I think they did it. Yeah. It was quite a clever way to, to do that. Good. All right. IMDb time. Did you jump on to IMDb to check anyone out for this one? Yeah, I think at some point I probably IMD beat all five of the main characters at one point throughout the yep. film, mostly knowing what they're in. Like I knew Gerald Dean, Vishwana Thun's in Blockers. I knew Daniel DeHaney was in like, Strange Love. Uh, Donnie and Sarah, I didn't... Um, there's nothing there I really took out of them. Just sorry, Luke Spencer Roberts and Sadie Calvano. But Edward Franco um, was actually in Booksmart, which uh, as soon as I saw him, I remember that. Yes, uh, you've got the ones I've got. I... I... Looked up um, Daniel Doney straight away because I was like, that looks like Alex Strange Love. And I was, that was yeah. the first minute of it. I was like, oh, cool. It was. And um, Jeremy as well. I looked him up and recognized him from Booksmart. Too, so. mm. Very similar. Good. Okay. Question time. Have you got any questions that you would like to ask? I only have one question. You almost touched on this before. But when they, when they kept sort of going to wrong hospitals, even the first time they went to the right hospital, why wouldn't they just get the hospitals to call around and ask if they've got a certain patient rather than having them to drive around? It just it didn't make much sense to me. And almost got to the stage where when they did, they realised, oh, he's checked in on the fake ID. The first hospital they called, they found it. They're like, oh, we've got yeah. five hospitals that we've got. And then it was like, oh, what? Like, I don't, yeah. Well, they went back yeah, to the first good. one, though, because they went to the right yeah, one in the first right place. One, but first the funny thing is that they call as soon as they find out they know the fake name, but they didn't call when they thought they knew the yeah. real name. They could have just called them all straight away. That, that was a yeah. bit silly. It was a bit weird. That's, that's all you got. That's the only question. I got everything okay. else pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> all right. Good. Um, the song over the credits, did you listen to it? Uh, I would have. Remind me. It was called I Miss My Dick. Um, and, uh, yeah, okay. that and it was, and it was actually performed by, um, Eduardo Franco. Seems like a weird dude. Yeah. Um, okay. What else? So if you had it detached for 12 hours, would you want it put back on? Or would you want to get a fake one? <laughs> um, well, I would obviously follow medical advice as much as possible because I'm certainly not an expert in that department. But if if someone said that you could keep it on, I know it wasn't on ice all time, but if you keep it on ice for 12 hours and it's going to be good to go, then I'm happy to keep what I already had. Yeah, if it was on ice for 12 hours, but uh, what the, the trauma that that thing went through, I don't know if I'd want that um, reattached, <laughs> to be honest. It was well lived, wasn't it? Yeah. So it had, probably had more action. And it got it cut had. off from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Had had more action than it probably had when it was attached. Um, so I actually thought that when um, when they obviously put it on that other bloke, I thought they're going to actually get his dick, which is going to be like a bigger, nicer, nicer mm. penis, and they're going to give it to um, Jeremy, and he's going to be like, "Hey, how good's this? I just I just upgraded." As it turns out, they <laughs> she cut it off him again, and they got it back. So another point. Uh, uh, last thing, uh, Becky and Sarah, do you think they're as brave, determined and competent as the male counterparts, counterparts in this film? I, just, I saw that online and I was like, yeah, and I thought that's a really good way of putting it. They were, you know, just as um, just as good characters throughout. I liked it's a really good point. Have. It certainly wasn't, yeah, like a, a yeah. male movie by any, by any no, stretch of the imagination. 
it was good that yeah everyone worked together or everyone had a an equal role to to get get stuff done well get absolutely get the back yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> so this is the, the time where we sort of uh put everything together and, and come up with a a rating out of five for our Flix Forum average, where we put them together. So, MJ, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah, look, it was obviously this was really stupid, but I, I appreciated that stupidness and the dedication to the concept. The performances were actually really good. They all leaned into the roles perfectly, and I just had a lot of fun watching it. I had a lot of fun laughing at this film. It's a really solid three stars for me. Nice, very good, very very good. Um, yeah, I was I was intrigued uh, with this one, but I lost most of it as um, the that continual humor, the continual dick humor. I just I just needed something a little bit different. Like an hour and a half of it was, um, <laughs> yeah, was like, <laughs> like it's not the worst movie I've ever seen, but at the same time I, I struggled to to recommend it. But if you like, I, I get why people would like it. If you're in on the the dick jokes the whole way and find it hilarious, I'll be like, sweet. It's you know it's funny. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the you know the and a lot of them didn't land for me, which unfortunately um, didn't work. So good attempt, but just not quite good enough for me. So um, I'm gonna give it a one and a half out of. Five. Oh no! <laughs> I was yeah, like, you know what? I'm gonna take it two out of Jesse. A two will be all right, but all yeah. Right, so that so that gives us a two point two five average, which isn't too bad. Do you think you would have enjoyed this more watching it with other people? Yes, feeding I off their it, laughter and energy yeah yeah if i had half a slab um and <laughs> was with a bunch of people i probably would have found it hilarious uh, I think, yeah. yeah i think there's there's that ability to feed off other people's laughter that um yeah it's really probably, important in comedies yeah, yeah if i watch this with you i probably would have enjoyed it <laughs> okay we can social <laughs> <laughs> no i'm not watching no 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 um, <laughs> <laughs> and on social, we are on social media we have facebook twitter instagram we have our own letterbox account uh where you can check out our um all our episodes they're on there all in one place social media question of the week have you ever done something that you regret when you were drunk oh yeah i'm glad you didn't get into specifics there because i reckon we wouldn't get too many responses uh am i am i yeah, yeah, that? yes or no is yes or no is fine um i know that sometimes i get on social media and and let my lip run uh, <laughs> do a little bit i wake up yeah. in the morning after uh in the nbl and the basketball industry in australia and i see you so if you're like geez jesse's made a few en- enemies last night talking about melbourne united <laughs> yes i do like to chat about basketball so um good anyway <laughs> have, have a think about that one if there's anything that you want to own up to or, or you don't want to own up to but um well, we're back again next week we have an episode which not going to keep it a surprise, but we have pre-recorded this one. Um, this one yeah. we did it. We did as a special episode. Ooh, uh, fair well. I can't even remember when we did yeah, it. it over a year eight, ago, eight, for sure. Yeah, I think it was about April last year. So it's the 2018 um, teen romance to all the boys I've loved before. It's directed by Susan Johnson, stars Lana Condor, Noah Centino, Janelle Parrish, Anna Katart, Andrew Bachelor, Tezo Mahoro, Madeline Arthur, Amelia Baranak, Israel Brasad, and John Corbett. So big cast. Big film. We know that there's a lot of people that like this. We may even um, have a special guest on this episode from memory. Um, but yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not going to re-record this one. Um, so if you have heard it, apologise. But um, we're popping that one back out again because that is the 103rd Netflix film. So the reason we did it uh, last year was because we did a, we went to a fan vote for a bonus episode and to all the boys I love before from memory, absolutely romped it in one by a mile. So we did a bonus episode on that and... As it comes, we, we do, obviously, we do this podcast chronologically and 
that was the next movie that's come out from here. So it lives back. It's no longer a bonus episode. It's now episode 103. Correct. It's into the full catalog. It's a normal episode. Beautiful. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed uh, the package, MJ. So thanks for, for making me relive a couple of things that I thought was funny. No, thank you for talking about it with me. I, this was awesome. When, as I said, when my wife said it was when, said it was shit, I was like, ah, I'm not gonna be able to talk to you about it. And then like, I, a movie finished, and I went to, I'm like, how could you say that was shit? Like, that was everything that you could want out of a movie. Was like, you chose to watch that movie. Like, <laughs> I didn't choose to watch it. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. Good. All right. Well, um, I will see you very, very soon. You certainly will, mate. Chat to you later.